0: club the walls podcast for the gold and black army
2: welcome to episode 157 of the 77 Club
1: Harry start with the socials oh it's been a while um the wall 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram at 77 club podcast on Twitter YouTube Spotify iTunes if you remember us please subscribe and like and do all that
2: all correct excellent uh, Dan Bayliss is here hello balls fans and Jack Williams hi everybody. So it is back from the summer break, isn't it? We uh, split up, I think, just as the Euros were going to start. I think we did the last podcast on a Wednesday and the Euros started on the Friday. Baylis, we had a conversation, didn't we, on that podcast. You said Italy were going to win it. I said it's coming home. Uh, you were right in the end. You cashed in your bet, so didn't you? I thought that was a win-win for you. Yeah, I couldn't
0: take the thought of, winning lots of money <laughs> and England losing it, so I cashed them before the final. No, fair enough.
2: Um, It's it's a tournament where we should have been talking about how well England did, getting to get the first final in 55 years, all the omens that we no longer have to talk about. We don't have to talk about Euro 96 anymore, do we, I don't think? we Resets no. a little bit, doesn't it? I mean, the World Cup's obviously a little bit different last time winning the major tournament, but obviously the big talking point, I think, pretty much as soon as the final whistle went was racism is back and you know it's reared its ugly head again and I'll start with you Bayliss is this something that happens when a prime minister and a home secretary don't sort of say that booing the knee is a bad thing
0: no I think they're totally unrelated to be perfectly honest I think there are racists and they are going to be racist but to date there's only been two arrests I think five now five five arrests is it five now that's probably happened throughout the day but still five arrests so if there's this where Why aren't they getting these people? I mean, I had a look at what was said to Rashford, because I was just doing the Twitter scroll. A lot oh. of it's overseas, vast majority of it. One's a Wall Weird, sun, though. It's from, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's from the Middle East. Allegedly. Weirdly. A lot of Arab men tweeting racism, allegedly. That's what I saw just from me scrolling through Twitter. All of it's absolutely abhorrent. Like, nothing to do with their footballing ability. And if you want to slam them, go and slam them for not being able to score a goal from 12 fucking yards. That's what you hammer them for. It's got nothing to do with their black, brown, purple, white, orange does not matter. Their background doesn't matter. They're all professional footballers. And if you're going to hammer them, hammer them for not being able to score. And I think it's probably not justified on the whole because they're young kids, two of them. And it's not nice to get stuck into them. They were bad penalties. And that's no justification for anything that's been said that oversteps that mark of criticism or things that are going to get written when someone does something wrong or bad. And it, it's vile abuse, but yes, they should be criticised because it they were three bad penalties. And and I Harry, all old... fine line to. There's a fine line that need that's not really being discussed at the moment. There's one. There's a group of people that have been racist and that's fucking horrible, and it shouldn't happen. There's also now this mass social following saying we're so proud of you. You're the greatest thing ever. You're our kings. You think happy to say that. If they'd have all slotted their penalties and we win it 4-3. Great. You are the king. You've brought it home. Congratulations. But they aren't kings. They aren't heroes. But they shouldn't have had the horrible racist abuse they did get. I think there's been a real weird media loving smattering of God knows what. On are they not it's heroes? Weird. Are they not
2: are they not heroes? Are they not? I think oh, yeah. they've done
0: brilliantly well. Take nothing away from them at all. Fantastic result for England to get as far as they did. I thought we we're a bit. Shoddy in the second half, but we we had a fantastic tournament, and I'm really proud of every one of those England players. hugely proud of them, but they aren't the kings. They didn't bring it home, and I think we've got to um, we've got to have a bit of realism as well.
1: Sorry for laughing there. Um, well, all I want to say is, obviously, I always feel a bit uncomfortable talking about the racism subject because we're just four white lads sat here, so it's a bit weird. But it was horrendous—the racist racist abuse—and I, I want to talk about the tournament as a whole because I've, I haven't really been Gareth Southgate's biggest fan. I know he we did well in 2018 but especially after the group stage as well i was still not really his biggest fan i thought we were very negative but after that germany win i was a believer i loved him but still i still think that uh, we could have won that final if um it would have been a bit more positive after we went one nil up after that first 20 minutes and i think it was one manager outwitting another i know italy are probably slightly better than us maybe they're probably the slight favorites but i think it was there for the taking and we know what penalties are like, and it was absolutely devastating to lose like that. But you've got to be proud of them because I didn't think we'd get to the final, to be honest. So Southgate's probably the best manager we've had in my in my era of an age era of following um, England. But there is his faults, his his tactical substitutions and things like that. But he's, he, the way he's dealt with the media the last two tournaments has been incredible, and I think that's the secret to our success is getting the media on side and not just being doom mongers. So, yeah, I'm proud of England, but it's nearly a week ago now and I'm kind of over it. But Monday and Tuesday, mate, I was suicidal. I didn't want to watch football again. So, there we go. But they did us proud. And the, the abuse that the three lads got was horrendous. And he shouldn't have given the fourth and fifth penalty to and the third to such young lads, in my opinion. Well, I'd hardly how, touched
2: how the, was ball, to I the ball, How does he it to a ball? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's
1: ridiculous. Strange.
2: Um, Jack, you shared a semi with Bayliss. Uh, Wembley, not the first time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just tell us about that experience because I imagine it's
3: like nothing you've
2: experienced before.
3: It was it was brilliant, really. It was really really good. It's something that i have actually, to tell the truth, that's the first England professional football game that I've ever been to, and it was good one a great, to go to. <laughs> great one to go to. I mean. Bayliss and I sort of bought the tickets, which were quite expensive. When we were a bit drunk, and we sort of were uh, the next day a little bit. Was it a good idea? Well, we've we spent too much. But I walked away from that game, obviously after extra time against Denmark. And I just I thought to myself that was totally worth it. It was worth every penny. I'd do I'd do the same again for the final. Obviously, final tickets were long gone by then, but it was a great atmosphere. You know, we were sat next to a a, a lad. Uh, uh, well bloke and his, his young lad, and they're Albion fans, and we were I mean, having a chat with them, no way. which wouldn't usually happen, would it, really? And I know uh, when we scored the equaliser, Dan and I went flying down about three rows in front of us. <laughs> it was it was carnage. It was, but it was just a, a really great occasion. Obviously, even better than the fact for the fact that we we won and it's made our first uh, major final in so many years. So I don't. I, I know it's hard to say, and there's been some, obviously the stuff that's happened around the racism, around the crowd control, uh, you know, behaviour, has it, sort of overshadowed it a bit, but what a great tournament it was. I think it's one we'll look back on, like we look back now, or people a bit older than us, look back on Euro 96 or Italian mm-hmm. 90, and yeah. just in that sort of, because not just from an England perspective, some of the football and the games were so entertaining. It wasn't like mm. a boring, boring set of games. There's no boring goop games. There were no shit teams, really, apart from Scotland. Um, <laughs> um, um, so that, I think that straight away makes it better when you think it actually. Hung Hungary couldn't beat Germany here, and you actually thought they could yeah. at some points, and it just yeah. makes it well, that was, so that much Knocking out crazy. France was
1: the mad one, not it? Yeah, that was the mad yeah, one. incredible. Uh, okay. And I
3: think when you look back at it,
2: actually, all of the penalty shootouts, I would say the weaker side of the two teams had always gone through and stick, stick to that in the <laughs> final. No, no. <laughs> um, so I mean, like you say, I think I think it will be looked back upon fondly and harry i think you're right about it. southgate's record i've been one of his biggest critics you know losing three times in 2018 still get to a semi-final so it actually goes semi-final third place in the nation's league second place in the euro so what's that a world cup win in 2022
1: i hope so i think we've got the talent there, but I just wanted to be, to be honest, that Germany game when he played five at the back, I didn't mind it. It got the job done. If we'd have lost, it would have been hung, drawn and quartered, let's be honest. But I just wanted to be a bit more positive. And I still think he's a bit like Nuno in that aspect. I think he's a bit gun shy with his substitutions. He leaves them too late and he don't really want to take risks. So that's my only criticism, criticism of him, though. He, he can't be perfect, can he? We've had so many England managers with faults over the years and that's his fault. Everything else... The way he is in interviews, the way he deals with the media, like I've said, is absolutely incredible. And I like how brave he is as well, like when he took Grealish off in extra time. Like a lot of managers over the years really let the pressure get to him. So I'm glad he's his own man, makes his own decisions, which a lot of people don't agree with. But he got us to the final. And if it had gone one step further, you couldn't have moaned at all. But that's yeah, just my only thing. His out. substitutions that, are a bit weird. That
0: Denmark game had gone a bit
1: dead before he brought Grealish on. He yeah. never gave Grealish much time. Or Sancho, I think. He came too.
2: on and did his job and then came off for a defender. You can't
0: argue that. Grealish, like...
1: Grealish won us the Germany game as well when he came on. He changed it. it. Yeah. Slight,
0: slightly negative in place. I mean, we can't knock the record, can you? That's it's no, there. No. It's a fact on paper, but slightly negative. I mean, And he didn't play Cody. That's the biggest thing. I was about to, say. That's, that's <laughs> what about to say. Jack, that's Jack, Jack
2: absolutely hammered me for putting Cody in my dream <laughs> team, but the nonce got an England shirt with his name on the back. He didn't play <laughs> a single minute.
0: I don't
3: care. I think
2: would any of you minded if
0: he'd have brought on the attacking players, the kids, the Sancho, Bellingham, Grealish against Italy? We'd have had four or five chances in the second half rather than none, and lost it two-one. Probably not. It's it's not one, one, isn't it? No, it I'd, rather yeah. I'd rather go to penalties.
1: I'd rather go to penalties. Have a chance to win, isn't it. The thing
0: is, though, Italy yeah. won a really, penalty shootout. Penalties out. in this competition and missed four of them.
3: <laughs> well, it Italy had a penalty shootout in the semi as well. That's quite lucky to win back-to-back penalty mm. shootouts. No one's done Their keeper
1: and is a monster. Keeper. But yeah. Pickford was good as well, wasn't he? For yeah, us. We, we, so. were let, we
3: were let down by the players taking the penalties. I think one thing I do want to ask, actually, is I know everyone's seen the scenes of like people storming down the stewards and breaking into Wembley and all this stuff, and there there's apparent repercussions about us like um, not being able to, obviously charged by UEFA, not being able to get a uh, World Cup or Euros for the thing ever again. But... Honest answer. Let's say you've been on the beers around Wembley all day without a ticket. You saw <laughs> saw It's not. I know it's not quite like jumping the fence in the old days, but if you saw a few people with a weak steward and a few charge past them, would you dart for it and just hope? I think I'm most being of us. I'm completely honest.
1: Would. Um, this is me. I probably if I get cancelled, I don't care. If I'd had a few beers and I was outside Wembley and I've seen a chance to get in, I'd run in.
3: Yeah, I think most of us would really. I know it's yeah. stupid. We invasion, literally but... bribed
1: the Slovenian school teachers to
3: get
0: <laughs> <us> <laughs> exactly.
1: <right? laughs> so you know, we've got history of school. We, well, it no There should have be been more security there. There weren't enough police presence and things like that. So it was an absolute. It was absolute joke the way they
2: uh, handled it. So, thing is though, you, people talk about oh, don't give a tournament to England. It's like. Oh yeah, we've got tournaments coming out of our ears. I mean, to be fair, it, the, the last one just gone was pretty much at home. But and 66, if we haven't held, 96. we haven't held one <laughs> since 1966. And Qatar have lost about 2,000 people to we held, uh, migrant labor building now. stadiums. I'm sorry, but you know, a couple of fans running in and annoying everyone is not the same as people dying it's on construction sites football. in the
0: middle of the it's desert. Classic football. They don't care who dies building it or the effects of places hosting stuff. It's like the Olympics. Everyone. Since London's been an absolute utter disaster,
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> because yeah. it? it's a bit harsh. <laughs> yeah, like the Chinese ones, all the stadiums are rotting and left and like so Oh, you mean you, you mean leftover, and, and leftover infrastructure? Yeah, yeah, and just, mean.
1: Okay, and just I'll crap, tell you what though, uh, we do it properly. I've I've only just like probably today or yesterday have come back to actually. I know this might sound bad, but caring about because I've, I've been so engrossed with the Euros, I haven't. i she literally walls been making signings. Large, has started pre-season... I haven't been that bothered about it I've been that soaked up in the England journey. It's took yeah. me a good few days to get over it and now think, right, let's uh, get our head back on the walls stuff now, which is, uh, it was a bit sad, wasn't it, when it ended? I thought, I really? Yeah, it wanted was, to win yeah. It. Yeah. yeah.
2: It was refreshing that there were no more games left once it ended because normally that's the thing that hurts the most, isn't it? Is to see everyone else's party carrying on for another couple of weeks and we've gone out to Iceland or something. So, Could you have imagined what would have happened? In London, especially if England
0: had won. Oh. I mean, it's it was better if they lost. They It'd be like 1666 in Pudding Lane. It'd be
3: like, <laughs> It'd be like South Africa now, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have been
2: <laughs> very topical. Um, Let's then move on to Wolves because that's what we're here to do. Um, I think we'll start with the kit, to be honest, because um, it's dropped today, as the kids say. And I think it's Pretty much split opinion, isn't it, Harry? Start with you. Um, actually, Bayliss, I'll start with you because you were going to buy it what? and then you got so annoyed at the website that you said you weren't going to buy it. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, that was me just trying to do it before I started work, to be honest. And it wasn't playing ball. I was trying to use my ticket cash because I had a few quid in ticket cash to knock some money off. But then I looked at the difference between the two shirts, I couldn't really work out what it was, which again annoyed me because I don't know why 45 quid. Was
2: different. Yeah, so one's 55, um, one's 100. Are
1: you going to buy it, Harry? No, I'll be honest. I didn't rush to pre order it. I, I, I think it looks all right. When the leaked ones come out, the white, the home, it's come out, and I just didn't want to rush to get it. 55 quid's a lot of money, isn't it? And uh, 100 I want to quid, see the especially. Between the two. Yeah, and I think what it is as well, when you're like a natural athlete like me, I would need the 100 quid one. So I think I better <laughs> wait till that goes down, that goes down in price. <laughs>
2: that is a difference isn't it the, the difference is the the pro athletes look great in it and the yeah. Ethan look in the it comments like so it's a bit it's packaging. a bit
1: yellow I agree with that if you compare it to the one I've got on now the color difference mm. they never get it yeah. right these days we yeah. haven't seen it in the light yet mate
3: we haven't seen that, it up front that does, does make a good. difference doesn't it yeah when you actually see it in real life and see it when everyone else wearing it you might be more taken to it personally I'm going to wait and just see what the away one is I think everyone thinks it's, going it's to be that white, white one but, isn't it? Yeah. yeah but um if I was going to pick one I'd probably pick the white one because it doesn't look, I know it's a different manufacturer, but it doesn't look that much different to the ones we've had the last two yeah. years. That's like Sam's sponsor. Isn't it? Yeah, but
1: the sponsor. That's what Rune it does, doesn't it? It's just, it yeah. look so bad. What can you do, <laughs> really? I mean, how long
2: is, it, is that sponsor going to be in place for? I, I
3: don't know. know. Is it this just is, the rolling? I think it's the last season, I think, officially, but I don't know. But, you yeah. know. On the positive side, I do like
1: the socks. People were taking the piss out of the head on the socks. Well, oh, I, I, was, like a, I, I like, like the, the socks.
3: socks. The socks are great. It. I
1: really like <laughs> the socks. I'm gonna turn up in the full kit for the first game of the season against Spurs. I'm gonna wear Did machine been, pads. Just, and everything. The like, just the socks. Just the socks. <laughs> I'll wear the socks on my arms. I'll just
0: wear an old, old sock with the socks on my arms, wave them about. I wouldn't put it <laughs> in quite <laughs> I see quite a good Facebook comment earlier of uh, <laughs> Our friend Chris that sits in front of us in the North Bank that never wears a shirt and asking asking him what's the point spending fifty five quid to yeah, wear it. That's true, isn't it? Yeah, just just, just throws it on it. the pitch <laughs> throw it,
1: and the steward keep having to return <laughs> it.
2: Do <laughs> it. we actually know what the difference is,
0: other than the fact it's the it's fit it's literally
1: it's like the England tops. It, basically, the hundred quid one is what the players wear, so it's like Lycra it It's got all the holes in it, so when you sweat, and the fifty five quid one just is just like your box standard one you'd get anyway. So oh, they've basically nice just one. released Sonder like yeah. shirt for fifty five quid. Yeah, they've just really it's like the England one, and um, I think one was ninety nine quid, one was seventy, wasn't it? The blue one, and probably the home one, and it, that's all it is—is just the one the players wear. Bit of a farce, really, isn't it? The thing is, they know they—they you
3: know. They, they know they'll get some people buying both, won't they? Just if they collect them, they know they have yeah. to buy both now, and because uh, it's a yeah. hundred pound, even if you know, like you say, they're uh, twenty five quid, still a lot, though, isn't it? Don't you think? Or well, what, if you the in the league? I think it's a lot. I think what, like kind of what Dan was saying, or obviously with the ticket cash straight away, you get a few quid off, don't you, every year just by having your season tickets. So it kind of takes it down to 45, 50, which makes it a bit more reasonable. But it is a lot of money for what it is. And especially when you know after Christmas, there'll be 45 quid. And then in March, there'll be 30 quid. And, you know, they go out of season so quickly, don't they? They'll be a what? channel when we get relegated. Well, in Christmas, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> first car- podcast uh, of the year we've mentioned
0: relegation.
2: It's funny actually. Well, let's have a look at the um the fixtures. Obviously the the fixtures came out well, a couple of weeks ago, oh, yeah. hasn't it? And um opening up at Leicester, is that just something that happens now? We just play Leicester yeah, it's got to be quite something in every year, isn't it? We got a Leicester away first or second game. It feels yeah. like it anyway. Crazy. Um first home game written in the stars, isn't it? Uh, Nuno brings his Tottenham side to Molyneux, Jack.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how that happened really with the Spurs thing because it seemed like they had about eight managers on the shortlist (laughs) and Nuno was number nine and he got the job. But the the thing that makes me laugh about that is Spurs were the one team who at the end of the season after Saki Marino... They brought in an interim so they could you know get the right person at the right time and then it, it didn't happen and then <laughs> end, ended up with Nuno who was that far down the list so basically it shows sometimes it's not taking the time isn't the uh the best approach sometimes you just got to go for it when it's there but interesting i think he'll definitely get a good reception first home game back for me it was first my first Wolves game and you know pushing on a year and a half by the time it happens. Mm. So, you know, it's got to be a special occasion, really, unless obviously this new variant means it will all be behind closed doors again in the month with the cases going up again. You played on the pitch the other week, mate. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I wouldn't call that quite football, though. Um, (laughs) That certainly is true. (laughs) um, But I think it'll be a good occasion. And, you know, I won't do anything stupid like Boo Nuno or anything. I welcome him back. I actually wish him well at Spurs, you know. I hope he doesn't take any of our players, but let's beat the fuckers. (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, my, time, my, like...
2: my point entirely. Yeah, I think, yeah, before the game, possibly after it, depending on what happens. Um, Harry, a new goalkeeper uh, announced today, Jose Sarr. I think he's a fourth signing, actually. Um, it seems an absolute snip because it was John Percy, who's a pretty reliable source at the Times. I uh, reckon it's going to be about £6.8 million pounds mm. for him. He's Portugal's number three or yeah. something, I think. Four? four. We did. No, I mean, I think it's one of those, isn't it, where I think the more football he plays, probably in the Premier League, and the less football Rui's going to be playing now he's moved to Roma, it's probably going to be a little bit of a transition. But what yeah, were your thoughts
1: on the signing? It Obviously, I think everyone expected it, but I, I'm sad to see Rui go. I am, like you say. Rui is the better goalkeeper. That's obvious, because Rui is Portugal's number one. and As you say, he stars three or four in the pecking order. But... You know he's got he's got to go, hasn't he, Rui? He wants to go. Um, he's he's getting on a bit. We got good fee for him, eleven point five million, was it for Rui? And then we've signed this goalkeeper six point eight. So more good more good transfer business from uh, Jeff She and that. And as we we don't know nothing about this Saar, do we? He looks a big lad. Let's hope he's good in goal, <laughs> please, because if not, we're gonna have to have John Ruddy uh, replacing him. And let's just hope he's good, man. You know, five year deal. And yeah, let's just hope he hasn't got Butterfingers. fingers. That's all I can say, I think- really. I haven't seen too much I- of him, so.
3: For what I hear is decent, really. Yeah. Um, you know, it's he's, he's uh, I think it's one of those deals where I'm, I'm sad to see Rui go as well. You shouldn't underestimate how crucial a position goalkeepers oh. are. Like mm. if you look Chelsea spent 70 million on Kepper and got it wrong. Mm. So you, you know, the stupid things like that happen. It's not not an easy, easy position to fill. You shouldn't take it for granted, really. Um, but at the same time, I think it's a good deal for all parties. I think it's probably Rui's last move to a you know, really, really big club, given his age. Uh, he obviously wanted to go because he wants to play as a Mourinho and challenge and play in Europe again. the same time, Jose Sar's five years longer, younger, got him on a five-year contract. He wants to play in the Premier League because then he'll be in the Portugal squad if he does well. So, yeah. you know, it's I think it's good for everyone involved. And I honestly do wish Patricio all the best. He's been probably Legend. the best keeper in, in my lifetime, you know, a player with Matt Murray, really, in terms of... It's you know, probably obviously better, really, if you look at. It, of
2: course, he's better than Matt
3: Murray. I mean, yeah, of course he is. But if you're thinking of keepers that you think Wolves keepers are, yeah, who did you really? Who are the best ones? Oh, you think Patricio, and then before that, you think Matt Hosmer. Murray, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. yeah Mickey yeah, Stahl. So, <laughs> so, so obviously, me as well, but it's a completely different level. Um, well, that's the interesting so, thing, isn't it?
1: Actually, because it looks like he's going to take the number one jersey, which has been. Yeah, out I think he has because oh. the lad we got from Barcelona is it Trinkau? He's number eleven, which obviously what. What Rui was, oh, so, yeah. yeah, he's it's number eleven now. Out. So the new lad star will get number one. Akemi tweeted out, didn't he? Like you say, so yeah. he's given yeah. the blessing, and I think that's the right yeah. thing to do. To be honest, I found the
2: tweet in amongst the uh, anti-vaxing. Um, <laughs> Harry, we saw some other transfers. Um, you mentioned him there. What do you think of Trinket? I mean, it, it, from from the comment section on Twitter, which is obviously an incredibly reliable place
1: to go and look for information. Uh, lots of good feedback. Yeah, well, I did the classic thing and looked at him on YouTube. Looks very good. Looks like he likes to cut inside. 25 million is the option to buy. And I think because we had our pants pulled down a little bit for Bayless's favourite player, Samedo, with a 37 million deal, I think, and because of the, the, the crisis that Barcelona are in in terms of money, we've just seen Messi's had to bloody cut his oh, wages. Yeah, and with twenty if he is an absolute superstar, and then we can assign him for 25 million at the end of the season if we you know take the option this could be an incredible signing and we know he's Neto's one of Neto's good mates from back in the day as well so when Neto comes back seeing them two on either wing you know can they combine and he looks good he looks sharp he looks you know like a typical foreign winger that cuts in that's very skillful. and let's just hope he's got the physicality because he does look a bit like uh, me when I was about 16 in terms of build so let's just hope he's got the mates <laughs> on him to be physical and yeah let's um, hope he's good man get some goals
2: Bayliss, have uh, signed someone from Barcelona do you want to write him off now or do you want to do it 20 minute 20 minutes into the new season which which one do, you he's got, to do he's it now? Got a few
0: games he's got a few games <laughs> <laughs> how, yeah do you know what this is oh. a bit this is the first time it's been like um do you remember the first game against Everton at home mm-hmm. we just didn't know what to really yeah. expect I've got that sort of feeling about me again could be the first four games just let's just see what football we play do you think it's is?
2: more more because you think it can't be any worse than the sort of back end of last season, really? Well,
3: it wasn't very good, was it? But... One one thing that actually really worries me about these first few games, and, and you Bayless, is the fact you don't have much patience. So, <laughs> we, <laughs> well, be basically, after, about it. after after about <laughs> if we have got one point after the first five games, my God, these players will be written well, off already, won't they? I'll, when I'll just they...
2: reel off those games. It's Leicester away, Tottenham at home. Manchester United at home, Watford away, Brentford at home. So that's your first five. We've there, got to win so. two
0: of the first five, in my opinion. I think the Washington um <laughs> the
1: Spurs game. The Spurs game, the first game could be a bit tasty because of the Nuno aspect. I think the atmosphere will be rocking. I know it's on a Sunday, which annoys me a bit, but I really think, you know what it's like first game at Molyneux, full out is always rocking in it. Like the first mm, yeah. game. So hopefully that can be a thing that Goes in our favour, to be honest. And Trincao, we we mentioned, get an at-trick and do, give the Vs to Nuno as he runs past him when he celebrates the third. <laughs> I mean, the, the one <laughs>
2: massive glimmer of hope, I think, from pre-season was seeing Raul training, wasn't it, Jack?
3: Yeah. Um, the thing with Raul, obviously it's great to see him back, is that it's just, you just don't know if he's, you always got to think at your back of your mind where you don't know if he's going to be exactly the same again, particularly at the first, maybe not straight away. I mean, there's very little doubt that if he's fully fit, he'll start the first game. But it might take him a bit of time to get back up to speed, and you just don't know if he's going to be the same player again. Because he'll play Saturday when he against Crew, I think. I think he'll. Be I involved, think he'll probably feature against Crew on Saturday, mm. yeah, for the for the first preseason game. Uh, but yeah, you know, you just, you just don't know. But it's good good to see him back, and it's good to see a few of the other players back as well. You know, he's impotent, smiling, although there's been rumours about him <laughs> leaving for some reason. Um, playing against you
1: know, his first game of the season. <laughs> yes, it's probably
2: just tw- I, on tw- that. Tw- though, I am shocked the amount of people that said let him go. I just I don't. Yeah, I
1: think I don't know why. I think, I mean, we criticised him a lot, didn't we, last season? Because he was in and out of injuries, wasn't he? But he did show, mm. and you think back to that Arsenal game the, when Raul got injured, that goal he scored, when he scooped it over. That, that's that's what he can do, isn't it? But I think he needs to be fully fit, have a good run in the team, which, let's be honest, we've got a lot of options now, haven't we? Especially if we keep Adama. And like Gibbs-White's probably in the mould, you know, to play in those attacking wide positions. It's going to be hard for him to nail down a place with Trinkau. Well, obviously Neto's out for a bit at the beginning of the season, but yeah, once he gets a run per and he's fully fit, I think he could be a superstar. I really do.
2: And um, Bayless, uh, we're crying out for uh, at least one centre-back. Are there any other We've got one. areas that, that need? Yerson, yeah.
1: Mosquera, I don't, know, I don't know how you pronounce it.
3: He's, he's going to be on the fringes, and he? He's one of those squad yeah, players. Think. He's only young. Um... Sorry, I should
2: have said quality centre-back. <laughs> <laughs> we don't
0: know how fit Johnny is. And Marcel's made a twiglitz. 8 nor is a bit hit and miss. And Samedo is... Wow. Are you happy to sign
3: 8-0? No, 9.5 no no million. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think 8 Nori, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's, he's going to start unless we've in someone better, isn't he? But Considering we
1: were quoted at 20 million options. with how we got him for 9.5 million again. Great I business from us. I, th- yeah. I think we
0: need options defensively. We looked so bad at the back. Uh, so bad at the back for game after game after game. Mm. We've got to do something there. It doesn't matter if this... Bruno Lagi chap can score us three. If we concede five every week, it doesn't make a difference, does it? <laughs> I, th- I think everyone we
1: to, we're going to be playing four at the back too, aren't we? By looks yeah. of it, if we played this new system,
3: we need a centre back, don't we? We need a quality centre back, and well, we need you a
1: I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I'm sorry if I'm not. That yes. I call him Yerson because I can pronounce that as his first name. He's, you know, he looks half decent. I know he's young, in his early twenties. Only played in like I think it's like the Colombian league we've got him from, but he could be an absolute beast. You know don't yeah. 'Cause like me, we didn't really know too much about Bolly. I know Bolly's a bit older and a bit more experienced, but
3: you never know. He hasn't yeah, gone out on loan straight but, away, has he, to grasshoppers. So he might no, be in uh, Bruno's plans. But the way they announced it, it was more like he's gonna be in the first team squad but on the fringes. He's not gonna, you know, be straight in the starting lineup. And I still think we need an experienced centre back looking around. You know what? If the way it goes now, if we get in one more centre back and sign Polinia and don't let anybody leave, I'll be happy with that. I I'll think that's really. a very good we window. Just, we don't lose the trouble is there's all this stuff hanging over Neves and Traore, isn't there? And, you know, yeah. I think if you've got ambition, we need to... Unless it's stupid money, I want to keep both of them, really. It's so, funny, isn't it? Know. Because I keep
2: seeing £35 million for Nevers to Arsenal and I just don't see where they get that figure from. We're yeah, and, and another thing 21, 21, as
1: well, in talking of low fees, I think Liverpool said they're willing to only pay £25 million for Traore. And I think West Ham have come in for him too. £25 million, do you, I think that's West low. I'm not, do you yeah, West Ham have made interest to that. Do you see West 20, Ham...
3: West Ham also today had a bid of six million for Sam Johnson rejected. That's the yes. level they're at. Like, that's, yeah, that's I think just, that's isn't it? that's yeah. just realistic. That's yeah. That's also insulting, I think, to Sam Johnson and Albion. Hundred really. percent. If yeah. it was twenty-five
2: million plus Declan Rice, I think they'd have themselves a deal. But
1: I was also gutted to see uh, the superstar that's pretty much better than eight Norrie Joyles go out on loan. I think he could have. Been I can't a star believe he's gone to sure. Cardiff. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, is that is nine and a half million pounds better. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got to stop that
2: joke. But has gone as well, and he on loan.
1: Bernard Gray. He's gone.
2: Yeah. Katrina, is he gonna get a chance? He oh, might no. he might do on he
3: might do on Saturday. He might do he on might Saturday, on yeah. Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I doubt he won't start <laughs> yeah. the season, but <laughs> um I'm not sure sure really. Maybe he's part of the plans. You don't know. This is the thing, you've got a brand new manager. He's it's like a clean slate for everybody. Particularly players if you're thinking like Gibbs White. It's really their chance now to show if they're going to change the system that could suit them better. And you you know, those players should be buzzing to go into training for the first time last week, Mm -hmm. whatever it was, because those who want to prove a point have got a fresh chance now in a a team that everyone thinks is going to be a lot more attacking. Can't Uh, wait
0: for Brittany to get on Twitter after
3: he doesn't start the first two games, (laughs) ruin his career. But
2: but if he does start, should be very proud. Uh, Jack, let's do some ticket news. If we start with pre-season, and then we'll have a chat about season tickets.
3: Yeah, it's the first time I've had ticket news in a year and a half and I haven't really prepared. I'm very sorry. Um but but I do know a couple of little bits. So the game at Crewe on Saturday is home fans only. Home so oh. Wolves fans can't travel for that. I've heard a rumour that there's going to be two thousand available for the away game at Stoke. So I think that'll be the probably the first proper away offering. Um maybe, unless there's another one between that, that they can go to. But um they're probably the first one with a big following, you know, away at a, a sort of local team. Um what else have we got? The uh, the games. I think it's actually important to talk about the fact that there's a really attractive package to watch all all five. am say six, about six, it, yeah. six, six, six preseason yeah. friendlies. So yeah. we can stream them on our laptops for the convenient price of is it twenty four ninety nine? Yeah, it is twenty four ninety nine. So I saw that me. Jack Ryan, on,
1: but then I also saw him advertise it. It's going to be on Facebook for the Crew game. So I just thought it'd be free. So we, is that, do you have that to like
3: pay to watch it on Facebook too? I d I don't know. Is that like the we used to We used to get whether someone streaming it oh, their phone mate, remember ground. in the championship. <laughs> maybe, yeah, someone would stream it on Dingles Away.
1: <laughs> <A week. laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe that's the maybe that's the free one and the other five you've pay for, but nobody's actually noticed that against Las Palmas. It is on it at half nine in the morning on Monday, oh my <laughs> the 26th <God. laughs> of July. So, no one sort of clocked that. So, you yeah. know, buy this package oh. of five games, and one's at half nine in the morning,
3: nobody oh spotted that. Is that, um, is that when they're doing the, the priest, the warm river training or the, the training camp? Must be, I assume. Yeah, half nine yeah, Monday morning, in,
0: um, Spain,
1: isn't it?
3: Yeah, so. Season tickets yeah. though, Jack. We've got appraisal
1: for that. I know that's part of the ticket news. Got season tickets,
3: them. I do have the prices. So I think everybody was really, really worried about the season ticket prices. Probably sort of the the flame for that was lit by the videos that the where they did the like the ask Jeff She and ask these other really important people about what's going on. And mm-hmm. they sort of alluded to the fact there was going to be, you know, fairly substantial. Uh, season ticket price increases because they were saying people were, uh, people are of the impression that uh, ticket revenue doesn't really impact transfers when it does, and blah, blah 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 blah. But I personally, I think a lot of people were very pleasantly surprised about the uh, the uh, prices when they came out, obviously. Unless you're in the Steve Ball, so the majority majority, majority mind, people are also. No majority of uh, people were owed a few games from from the season last which helped so i think the renewal price for a slot behind the goals was 433 quid which i think is you yeah, know very Not very real. reasonable i was i can <laughs> believe great it great value great value. <laughs> with, yeah. with 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 the prices starting from 550 just for like brand new season tickets and the people who felt a little bit hard done by is the were, were the people in the Steve Ball. and i think that's because they had the the highest increase out of uh, all the, all the stands really and the, I think maybe the argument mainly is, is that the stand's about to fall down. The leg room's terrible. Uh, so it's not the same as being, you know, in the Billy Wright, really, which I think is fair enough. But I think overall, the majority of people, particularly us a lot behind the goals, were laugh and really.
1: Jack, you mentioned about that video, that question and answers. And because of that, but just from watching that, I I think I said to you lot on WhatsApp, we're going to be looking at about, if we if, pretend there was no rebates, I think I thought they'd go up to the most expensive, would be about 800 quid. And I thought the ones beyond the goal were probably be about seven twenty, and then we'd get the rebate. So we're probably paying, I don't know, five hundred something. So oh, when yeah. i seen it, I was shocked. I was like, "Wow, fair play!" I, I, that I Vinny have... got so much stick on them videos, and then he's come out and done this. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> maybe, they maybe they
3: changed yeah, it." Maybe, yeah, maybe because there was a bad
1: reaction. You think to the Man United game, there was a huge backlash of the prices of those tickets as well, wasn't there? Yeah. So I think that must have been but, a, a thing that per, was.
3: Uh... Yeah, personally, I was thinking that they were. It's about 530 quid, wasn't it? The last season we actually had, the full season we had. I thought they mm. were going to be about that again, but including the discount. So, you know, £100 more than that, really. So in real terms. But very pleasantly surprised. Like, very happy with that. Can't mind. So happy. All, I mean, we're all definitely going to renew. I haven't yet because we've got a couple of weeks yet, haven't we? But um, 30th, yeah. I think, is the deadline, isn't it? Yeah. To
2: renew. So Excellent. Um, One thing which I actually forgot to mention at the beginning was um this new social media site that looks to be launching called opon um harry it's been launched i think by lots of um footballers and ex-footballers josh windas looks like he's one of the ones behind it i saw it on tom kearney's twitter essentially it's a brand new social media site but you have to sign up with identity and i think the one thing that we always talk about when we talk about social media and all the hate and abuse that goes on is that we we're always saying oh but the social media companies don't want to do it because they'll lose loads of users and then that impacts their revenue but the one thing i think we've never talked about is if you lose your influencers then you you really isn't worth anything is it so i mean yeah. do, do you see all of the top uh, sports people i think i think anybody famous or that looks to be making money in life seems to have a hard time on social media no matter who you are do you think this
1: sort of thing will work I well I hope it does because personally I've always think this should happen especially Twitter I know there's problems on all platforms but Twitter the way it's always baffled me how you can just hide behind a profile picture and just make up a fake email address and just go on there and abuse everyone we spoke about the racism the England players at the beginning i think that you have to, you should have to be verified i don't mind you having a picture of a tree or a dog or a footballer but if you when you sign up you've got to somehow verify yourself i think that should be the rule and then obviously famous people ver- are always verified anyway and it will stop a lot of the cowards tweeting out racism abuse and all that and i've always been dead against it like and most I, of the I time it's, it's young kids as well young lads in their te- this football twitter movement is mostly young lads in their you know well, I'll say early 20s probably late teens early teens and they just tweet out so much shit and I don't know how they're allowed to get away with it to be honest and how Twitter and even Facebook it happens on to and Instagram how they haven't cranked down on it a lot more than they already have I'm not surprised to see these players creating this new platform and I hope it works for them because it's got to happen because people go on about free speech and things like that but it's they're just cowards. In my opinion. There's a difference
2: between freedom of speech mm. and freedom to say whatever you want without consequences. This, this um, is the sort of thing that needs playlist. to
0: work. It's the sort of thing that needs to happen and it will prove whether these influencers and pundits and whoever it happens to be that's making whatever sort of comments proves where their loyalties actually lie. And if it's in decent humanity and decency of people, then everyone will switch over to a platform where you've got to be, you know, stand up and be counted. Stick your face on it, stick your details on it and stick by what you say. Sorry cold, to put it in Bayliss. Sorry right to put it in.
1: I know we said allegedly at the beginning. Allegedly, this Wolves fan, he was racist, wasn't he? Allegedly, on um, he says he got hacked, but just keep I saying allegedly. Know. We'll be fine. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> he he, he <laughs> says he got hacked, but uh, he had his name and his face as his profile picture, and he got arrested a day later. If he Ooh. would have hid behind, yeah, you know, but if he would have been hit, if you got a picture of a Wolves player and didn't have his yeah. name in there at all, he never would have got caught ever. So that's the, you know, there's an example of why everyone should have, a, have, have to be verified so they can get on if they do. No, I agree that Twitter like can carry did. on
0: exactly as it is. Twitter can carry on exactly as it is, completely anonymous, but give us a platform where it is verify Let's, And let the celebrities go on a ver- verified one so they know who's handing out the abuse, so they know where their racism is yeah. coming from, so they can mm-hmm. nail it. And suddenly we'll all realize that no one wants to fucking go on Twitter anyway because it's shit. <laughs>
1: And I can't say that I do like it. Twitter. I'm out of us four. I probably use social media the most. I'm slightly addicted to Twitter. I'll be honest, but it does. Well, it's I like, go, on it, without it, angry, I go it? on it. I scroll, but then I get find out I just get depressed. There's so much negativity on it and shit. But there is some good things too. Yeah, it needs to be sorted. They need to verify it so people don't can't just spout shit. Like Mike Tyson said, that famous quote. He said, the difference is these days, people are allowed to talk shit about getting a smack in the face. It's true, isn't it? Like, they can say what they want and there's no consequences, so.
3: Jack? I think we've all, it's, yeah, it's a great idea, but we've skirted around the fact that it's not going to work and not going to happen, but uh, to be honest. Why, why um, not
2: though? Why, why, do you, why do you think it won't happen?
3: Because there's too much money and power involved in the traffic that goes through these websites. So if you're, let's say you are an influencer and um, maybe not a famous sporting person, but somebody who gets paid for likes on Instagram, the amount of people that interact with their posts when they're wearing their shoes Suddenly, so you go to a platform with 0.001 percent of the actual users regardless of whether they're verified or not people aren't making money off it anymore twitter aren't making money off it anymore and that's that's the root cause of all these things it's money well, and, and either
0: twitter have to sort it out or are they, because prove, if, are if, they right. more interested in their 20 grand from whoever the mm-hmm. hell is selling <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes, they well, are. I was trying they to are more a, interested I, I in the 20 gram from how, how old we are. I couldn't come up with a loading brand. <laughs> Marks <first> and Spencer. Woolworths. <laughs> <Yeah,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. laughs> what, uh, Edinburgh Wool Shop. <laughs> uh, no, you're right, though. And if these, if these people that all in the last week, every single one that I've got on Instagram has tweeted something about how horrendous racial abuse is and how it should stop, if they really believe in it, come on, then, jump ship and let's try and sort it out.
2: But it shouldn't be like that. That'd be it? what but I'd it, say. It, it that it shouldn't be like that. be it that it should not be like that that should not have to. You shouldn't have to leave. If it's to...
0: faceless, if it's faceless and anonymous, it's not going to stop because faceless, anonymous, racist can continue to do it forever. Yeah. All they've got to do is close their old one and open a new one. two minutes later.
3: Yeah. And at the same time, Twitter is still getting their traffic, which drives their ad revenue. So Twi- Twitter, basically, I know it's we we're asking Twitter to bring in sanctions on themselves, which will in turn reduce their revenue and their traffic because people have to be verified. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen then they then
0: maybe we have to i don't want us to legislate though but maybe we're gonna to have to no one wants the government to get involved
2: in anything anymore really no, but they're, <laughs> they're really, really good at good things, things like this <laughs> really great i mean just look look we're allowed to go out finally 16 months after a
1: pandemic um oh, we are richard look what richard's put in the comments beer sun and the wall 77 live perfect night there you go. Oh, see? a little
2: bit. He, <laughs> Freedom Day. <laughs> Freedom Day needs to come even sooner. Um, yeah, I don't know really. I, I think I think if every if if all of the big influencers and when I say influencers, <laughs> I mean like. <laughs> Bully!
1: <laughs> Is it? Do you reckon? It, we, we can't go for that one. <laughs> People listening on audio won't know, but Sam's got three stripes of paint on his wall behind him. He's trying <laughs> to choose a colour, but he's put the the best son. <laughs> I, oh. See, I'm not a fan personally because it looks cold
2: and it's oh. sort of Albion colours. like, yeah. ironically, they're probably Twitter colours as well. So. <laughs>
3: Everyone's saying middle blue, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to pick that now. Is that is it the, the Mr. choice? Is it? It's, it's the, I think it's going to be that one. Oh, you couldn't see that one. <laughs> uh. I mean,
0: I you know, know that I've got I great know, taste with these sort of things, and I'd have gone with the furthest one away, the
2: lighter one. But oh, that one, where's was things yeah. that that one there. Yeah, anyway, yeah, let's yeah. bring it back to balls. You bothered with signing
1: Fatinia? That's sort of gone. By the way, yeah, Apparently, so we're not, not going right? to get him. Yeah, yeah, apparently, we're not going to sign him, yeah. Fatinia.
2: I don't know. I don't, I feel like I haven't really seen enough of him, and the bits that I have seen have been very, very mixed. Like he's mm-hmm. either been absolutely brilliant or he's done. But like nothing. we said, I think we said on
1: fun. countless podcasts, didn't we? Uh, I know Jack said it a lot too. Is you'd choose Ori over Virginia, and it seems like they have. Seems like they went with uh, eight Nori over yeah. the two. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
3: Um, well, do, there's, do you think... oh, there's still rumours flying around that they might do another deal, isn't there? Probably not for the first amount of money, but they might take him on for something mm. less than that. So they might do. it. Wouldn't surprise me if he ends up back here in some in some form.
1: Would you Depends have We that. got Gibbs White, so. I don't, right.
3: I don't know, mate. Depends on on what Bruno's plan is, doesn't it? Really, you don't you don't know. I think he would like to bring in definitely one of his own midfielders um, I, or from somewhere, but I don't know if it would be Petrinho or not. So It will
1: be João Felix. and I'm joking. That's too much. No, but uh, what mean, I will say, yeah. this might be a bit of a stupid observation, but I don't know, I've been watching some of the, like, the training videos and that. He proper gets involved, doesn't he, Lars, on the training? Have you seen him? He really is. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's not a manager. He's a head coach. and he? He's like, involved in all the sessions. It's a bit, I, I suppose Nuno was too, but I didn't his enthusiasm is was... good to see.
3: I didn't know if that was just the first day though for the cameras. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know, it's, and then, then, then after, <laughs> it's after like
2: that, that charity game, wasn't it? I couldn't walk for two
3: weeks. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. he's like, "I'll see, you, I'll see you at Leicester away after that,
1: Like Mike Bassett when he gets going, you have a clue what to do. Turn <laughs> <Benchern>
2: edges. <laughs> um, I was thinking whether we should do predictions for the season or
1: save that before the season save starts. That might save be, that uh, so we got all the players yeah, that yeah, and that in it week yeah, before. Yeah, I I think save that. Yeah.
3: Should we do... There was a few questions in the comments. Do you want to dig them out, Harry? We'll do them.
2: Uh,
1: which ones? Shall I scroll back okay. up? Does anyone think it shouldn't be the middle blue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone said... <laughs> oh, okay. the, oh, we didn't mention <laughs> this when we were talking about the kits. Someone said the goalie shirt looked really good, which I agree with. I agree the with the goalie yeah. shirt, yeah, that, yeah. That did nice. look nice. Yeah. The oh, kits.
2: Awesome.
1: It looks quite similar to the The away one is the away one. You do have to pay for the Facebook to watch crew. You do.
3: Oh,
2: there you go. I'm not sure about that. I don't know how I feel. I think it's because we've been so spoiled over the last, well, I say spoiled, given the circumstances over the last 16 months that we've been able to pretty much watch every game for free. especially a question as well. Most of them last season. We'll whack this Uh, up to uh, who's your most um,
1: exciting transfer so far? We've always had the home shirt, but yeah. Most exciting transfer so far, it's probably got to be that lad from Barca, is it? Trincal. Trincal, he yeah. seems to be uh, a bit mustard. Um, Saar, I mean, it's hard to get excited ever, a goalkeeper, isn't it? I suppose I got excited when we signed Rui back in the first season. But oh, Harry, I can we remember. Knew, when we we tried knew who Rui do... was. You know. A video uh, announcing Patricio, and you
2: can uh, pronounce his
1: <laughs> no, surname. No, it was Jack a striker. It <laughs> was all smashed in America, and we did a video for Talking <laughs> Walls. Patricio He's like, oh, it's so good is- to have such a good striker on the books. <laughs> it's literally a massive like, yeah. moment, isn't it? Bring him on, and he just picked up the
2: ball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see, Richard says he'd take Virginia on loan again. I don't know if that's an option, but. Would be good to bolster the squad, but I think if it's if we're not signing him, I don't think he will come on loan again, will he? Yeah, I'd be interested to see what happens. Mm. Uh,
2: perfect, right, okay. Well, we'll leave that there, and I, I guess do we reconvene next week? I've forgotten how it works
3: in this uh, close we'll season. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it as we normally do. We'll do it the the week before the first game of the season. I think. Yeah, when's back that? Into it. When's it actually start? The season? It's, it's actually is, it's basically a month. It's a, like the fourteenth. I think it's the first August. game. Mm. August. Yeah.
1: yeah, Saturday fourteenth. What we calling um, this? The promo.
0: The 2021, 2022. Big, big promo. Big month out. It's just
1: um,
3: summer break, isn't it? Just call it Come on England.
1: We've <laughs> got to wait for, like, I think we've got to wait for, like, Traore and Neves to leave, haven't we? Some, some juicy news to talk about before we uh, do it. Yeah, all we'll, like,
3: we'll see yeah. what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, see yeah. Gibbs yeah. White tell you and what, then
1: a... One prediction each
0: that's going to happen before the next pod. Wolves related. Uh,
2: I think we'll make a signing of a quality centre-back, but I don't know who
1: it's going to be. I'm gutted we didn't get Donnarumma on a free. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to hear my bold prediction? Raul Jimenez will join Tottenham before the season starts. Oh, my God, that is bold. What? Imagine that. What?
3: What? What? No, I can't see that. Harry Kane to City, old.
1: 150 million. Oh, Raul Jimenez, 55 million to Spurs. Big um, shout.
3: My My <laughs> prediction will be that... COVID sweeps the nation. The first game <laughs> back will be behind closed doors.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no uh,
0: Bayliss? Wolves won't sign another Portuguese player before the next podcast. Fucking hell.
3: Bollocks. <laughs> no, <man. laughs> That's good.
2: <laughs> we're, we're, we're not making any more signings then. Excellent. Right. Right. We will say goodbye to Jack Williams.
3: Goodbye, everybody and to YouTube. Dan Bayliss?
2: Yeah, goodbye all. Stay
3: Harry safe. Manson.
1: Yeah, goodbye everyone, see you in a bit. Bulls hard. <laughs> <Always>. <laughs> nice. Goodbye
2: for me, goodbye.
3: Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk.
0: Sport Social Podcast Network.
1: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office.